more often than not, you're going to get a lot of behavioral interview questions. You're getting this message out about who you are and the soft skills you bring to the table, along with your hard skill, your acumen. And that's the kind of person somebody wants to hire. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com, Brian Clapp. Before we get into our topic today, which is on structuring your interview approach. A lot of people like to kind of wing it, but we've got a structure that can help line things up so you don't miss important points. It's an important conversation, so stay for that. Uh, Before we get into that, though, I'd like to announce, I'd like to take a moment to announce that we now have a TikTok channel. Yes, my kids are ashamed of me, but we have lots of great advice to share and our, you know, share of nonsense. But the goal is TikTok actually had more traffic than Google last year. And so in looking at that, it's like, we got to be there and I got to get out there and share some more advice. So we are creating video content and some really fun stuff for TikTok. So please, I'd like you to follow us. As you can imagine, we are at work in sports. Now, here's the contest. My 14-year-old daughter, we are battling to see who can have more followers. I cannot lose this battle. Now, she is far more charismatic than I am and much cuter, and we'll probably get more followers because, I mean, that's just the way things work. But I'd like for you all to understand my need to compete in this manner, and I could use your support. So please, check us out at Work and Sports, and we will continue to push out some TikTok videos. And if you have subjects you want us to cover or goofy things you'd like me to do, I am at your disposal. All right, let's talk about Three really cool jobs that are featured on the Work in Sports job board right now before we get into our topic on the star, on the star method. So I like to fe- feature three jobs each Monday that are new on the site and that I think have value and kind of open your mind to the opportunities that are out there in the sports industry. Let's start with this one. National Event Publications is looking for an inside sales executive. So, okay, I hear National Event Publications and I'm like, never heard of them. I haven't. But when you read into it and you look at what they do, inside sales execs with national event publications sell print and digital advertising to local, regional, and national businesses of all sizes that are interested in aligning their businesses and brands with the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, and the NHL. So this is, I mean, national event publications tells you a little bit in the name of what they do. But if they're doing advertising sales for big brands that they're associated with, this is a really good opportunity. And again, so many people think of inside sales as uh, ticket sales, or they think of you know inside sales as just cold calling. They frame it and say in their job description that they consider their inside sales executives like mini entrepreneurs, and they do a lot of training and they help to build you up so that you can make as much money for yourself and money for the company as possible. And again, I think being aligned with a company that has partnerships and deals with the NHL, MLB, NBA, and NFL is a pretty good starting point. Okay, next job, Secure the Bag, LLC. They're looking for a social media marketing manager. Now, I love this name because again, it is clever, but it's also clear. When they say Secure the Bag, I feel like I know this is gonna have to do something with finance, right? And because we're talking money, the bag, and it's clever where I'm interested in it. So I just had a a good vibe for that. I kind of liked it. We've all heard stories on rich, powerful athletes, massive contracts, and then they go broke. 
So what Secure the Bag does is they're trying to do something about it. They are equipping athletes and coaches to become elite stewards of their finances. They're specializing in financial planning for athletes, coaches, medical professionals, and businesses with custom financial plans to align their clients' actions with intentions. Okay, that's the kind of their tagline. But what's cool is it's a good intention of a job. They're trying to do something that is extremely valuable. If you're interested in finance and sports, it's a nice little niche there. But they're looking for a social media marketing manager. So they're looking for somebody to come in and build their brand, build their brand voice, build the way that their their awareness campaigns. And you could be their perfect match. And you might not think of a company like this as being you know, a sports company. Oh, I think sports is the New York Yankees and the Dallas Cowboys. But no, this is a service company in the sports field. And that's what's great about working sports is we don't limit ourselves on our job board to just teams and leagues. There's so many sports connected businesses out there. And that's just one of them. Here's the third one today. Nesson, New England Sports Network. You've probably heard of them before. Did I ever mention that I almost went to work for Nesson in around 2012? Maybe it was 2014. I don't know. Time is difficult to keep up with anymore. But I almost went to work there as their VP of production uh, after my time at Fox Sports Northwest. And it's a really great organization. I grew up watching this channel. They've been around for a really long time. I still go to their site daily to check my sports news. Their site's pretty dope. Uh, and they're looking for a senior web developer. So if you are interested in that dynamic of, I like development, I like sports, and you want to work for a regional network that's been around since I was a kid in the 80s, uh, I've been watching since the 80s, so they've obviously built a brand and name for themselves, this is a great opportunity. So check out those jobs on workinsports.com. They could be your perfect match. We have a lot of jobs on our job board, so it's worth checking up on. All right, on to today's question from Michael in Tukwila, Washington, which is just south of Seattle, kind of near SeaTac Airport. Not that you need to know that, but I lived in that region for a while, so I wanted to share that. Brian, I love your excitement about job interviewing. You really get into the spirit of the moment, the research, the different environments, and how to handle them. It's all great. But I am still not good at answering the questions that are given to me, and am better with a structure response plan. Do you have any ideas to help me? Michael, I like this question. Obviously, I like all the questions that I handle on this show. I mean, I get a lot, we get a lot of questions in and I get to kind of pick and choose of what I want to cover. And this is one of them. So obviously, I like it. With that said, email me at any time, bclap at workinsports.com and ask me your questions and maybe it'll make a show. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Ask me your questions. DM us on Twitter. Ask me your questions. That's how you can get on the show. Even better, DM us a video of you asking the question and we'll include you on our YouTube channel. We'll include you in some of our other marketing and we'll make it, you know, your voice asking the question rather than mine. Okay. Full transparency. This has always been a bit of a blind spot for me. Structured interview approach because I have always been a good public speaker, not to brag, but it's just something I do and I'm kind of natural with and I'm very comfortable in interviews and on the microphone and that environment is comfortable for me and I can kind of ad lib as I go through it if I give myself a little bit of framework. So sometimes I will acknowledge my advice for interviews isn't quite prescriptive enough. I'm not giving a step by step by step by step, do this, do this, do this, because to me, my mind doesn't work that way. I don't like constraints and step-by-step things I need to follow because if I try to fit an exact formula and I get off script at all, then I start to think in my head, I have to you know, backtrack and, and go back into the step-by-steps. And that to me just starts to make it all messy. 
I don't like the constraints. So I try to do it a little bit differently, but I understand that a lot of other people work best. Their minds work best with structure, with approach, with a plan. So your question is important. I understand there's a huge section of the audience that thinks this way. So I enrolled a friend of mine, Lori Cole, who is a coworker and a certified career advisor at iHire to help with the structure that she uses. So we sat down, we brainstormed a little bit. She talked me through a little bit of her process and a popular way of structuring some responses during an interview. And it makes a lot of sense. Matter of fact, I might even start to adopt this because it's pretty cool. She calls it, and I think it's actually, I don't think Lori created it. I'm not trying to give her complete credit for this, but I am trying to present it through her lens since she's the one that explained it to me, is the STAR method. And how to prepare to answer those questions using the STAR method. Let's let's start with this. More often than not, you're going to get a lot of behavioral interview questions during your interview. And what that means is you're going to get a lot of questions that are, tell me about a time you used teamwork to handle a tough project. Tell me about a time you had a tight deadline you needed to hit and you were concerned you couldn't make it. Tell me about the hardest work-related project you've ever tackled. Tell me about a time you set a goal for yourself. How did you make sure you hit it? Those are the type of questions interviewers love to ask. Hiring managers, HR reps, people like me, we love those questions because it puts the onus on you to craft a well-structured response Give me a story about your experience and layer in some of your personality. When I ask a question like that, I am watching somebody's body language to see if they kind of get excited as they work through something they had success with, or they can explain a challenge they faced that they overcame. I want to see some excitement. I'm trying to see if you are overall a nervous type of person, or if you can relate your experiences in this moment really well. If the plan and approach you executed made sense and really like I can align myself with it and say that was a smart way to approach it. If you are showing the decision making skills that are necessary to be successful in the workforce and and just overall seeing your way of, of processing these kind of questions and handling them. Behavioral interview questions are awesome. You are going to get a lot of them and be prepared for it. Now, me personally, the way that I prep is I create and have a couple master stories is what I call them. I have four or five stories from my experience that I have thought about a lot, crafted a lot, reworked in my mind a couple times, and really know really well. And those master stories can kind of fit into almost any behavioral interview question that I'm given. That is my process. If I give myself the story and the recollection of the story, then I can mold it into whatever question that I get asked. And that works for me. But like I said, a lot of people like more structure. A lot of people like to go into every situation knowing I do this, I do this, I do this, I do this. And that's what success ends up looking like. And if that works for you, we got to talk about it. So Lori and I conversed. We came up, well, she shared with me a process that she has articulated to a lot of people in her career advice columns and executions, and it's called the STAR method. STAR stands for situation, task, action, result. Okay, right away when you hear that, you should be like, okay, that makes sense. I can kind of figure out in my own mind what that means, but let's kind of work this out a little bit. I'm going to give you a four example. I'm the interview subject, and I asked Michael. Because Michael's the one that asked this question today. Tell me about a time you had an urgent work deadline that you weren't sure you could deliver on. What did you do? Situation. 
I was a lead editor for our NFL preview show on our network. It took me multiple days to edit all the pieces necessary for this show. And on Saturday night, 12 hours before this show was about to air, our most uh, highly viewed show on our network, our system crashed and everything was gone. That's the situation. Dun, dun, dun. I've already hooked you, right? It's a pretty cool situation. I've articulated what was happening. They asked me, tell me about a time you had an urgent work deadline that you weren't sure you could deliver on. What did you do? And I set the stage situation. Now it's task. So what is that thing? What is that task that I am connected to that has to get done? Give me more context. The show would still be happening at 10 a.m. the next morning. I was responsible as the lead editor for getting all those those components done. Even though I had some doubts that I would be able to hit that deadline, I knew it was on me to do my best to get there and make it happen. Boom, that's the task. Situation, this thing happened. Task, what is my involvement with this situation? What are my responsibilities? What is the task at hand? Articulate that. Now we get into the actions. Actions, what did you do? What did you do? Okay, I stayed all night, focused on the highest value pieces of content first, figuring even if I didn't get everything done in time, if we had those high value pieces done, the audience may not know some of the other things that were missing. By about three o'clock in the morning, I had finished all of the high value pieces of content and that started to make me feel a little bit more comfortable. So action, what did I do, right? In here, what was really important What was really important was setting not only what you did, but why you did it. So in this instance, what I'm saying is I stayed all night. That's what I did. But I also created a strategy to say I was going to focus in on the high value pieces first. That's strategic thinking, right? I didn't just work in chronological order. I thought work towards the high value pieces first, get those done, and then go back in a chronological order. So I set a strategy. I had an action plan and I executed on it. Okay, real clear now, right? We talked about the situation, my role in the, in, in the task, and then the actions that I took. Now we get to the results. STAR, S-T-A-R, situation, task, action, result. So after completing the highest value pieces by 3 a.m., I felt confident the show could go on and the, and the audience would not feel the effects of our system crashing. That gave me more confidence, knowing that now every action I took and every task I completed just made the show 1% better for each piece that I completed. The show started to air at 10 o'clock in the morning and I had 90% of the components done by that time. I continued to work during the show to finish those last few segments of pieces of content. And by the time the show ended, everything had been delivered Everything went went off without a hitch. And my boss and all the producers of the show really respected the extra level of work that I put in. That is the STAR method of answering a behavioral interview question or really almost any question that could come your way. Behavioral interview questions are the most popular, but you're going to get questions where this method fits. Identify the situation, make it clear. Lay out the task and your responsibility. What What was your role in this? What was the action you took? What was the result that you got? Now, think about this. From what I just did, conveying that story to a hiring manager, I have shared with them, without just coming out and saying it, I have shared with them that I am dedicated. I understand and work hard. 
I have a passion and a loyalty to the project. I'm willing to work in a strategic fashion. I can make smart decisions on the fly, on my own independently, because I was there all night and nobody else was, right? You're getting this message out about who you are and the soft skills you bring to the table, along with your hard skill, your acumen. And that's the kind of person somebody wants to hire. That is somebody that an interviewer is going to hear and say, wow, you just gave a really well thought out articulate answer and it told me so much more about you. I feel like I know you more and how you'd fit in at our our organization. That is your goal. And Michael, I know that for a lot of you, this can feel like a difficult process, but practice it. That is really all, all of your challenges right now. Your challenge right now is go do a quick Google search for common behavioral interview questions, right? Find one, work out how you would answer it through the star method, write it down, maybe practice it on a camera with a webcam, whatever, record yourself, review yourself, practice this methodology, and it's going to become second nature because it is so logical. Identify the situation, talk through the task and your role in this project, actions that you took in order to make a positive situation, positive result of the situation, and then amplify and discuss what the result was. It'll start to feel so normal after a while that it becomes natural and doesn't feel scripted. So if you can use the STAR method approach, I think you will find yourself getting much more comfortable in these environments because it's a structure, but it also gives you enough freedom to storytell. So it's kind of that balance of both things, which can be really powerful. You can expand in certain areas. You can really lean into the events that were happening. You can start to give it some flair and charisma. And that's important in this process for somebody like me. So maybe that balance of both can really work. You can tell I've got the Professor Cardigan on today. So I'm giving you a very structured approach to how to deliver this. So, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking in step-by-step executables, practice, get out there and do it. You're going to feel more comfortable. And I think that can really work for all of you. Thank you for an awesome, awesome question, Michael. Coming up on Wednesday, Steve Hank is the uh, senior vice president at SSB. They are a data analytics company that works in revenue optimization. So get this, they work primarily in college athletics to understand and identify tendencies and patterns of audience members. So if you're a fan of Arizona State, they may run research to understand what you need in certain moments as a fan. They understand your, your, your products that you buy and the concessions that you buy at the game and the ticket structure that you like to buy and how you engage on social media. And they then try to identify opportunities to give you exactly what you need so you have the best possible experience and you feel good about your interactions with Ohio, Arizona State Athletics. That's what SSB does. And it's super cool. And Steve is on the leading edge of analytics in this sense and as it works towards revenue optimization. This is a really interesting field because it goes towards business intelligence, which is so important in the sports industry right now. So make sure you tune into that interview on Wednesday. Steve is a really great guy. I learned a lot from him. It's a really cool conversation. So make sure to tune in for that. Thank you for watching, listening. Check out our YouTube channel. Subscribe there. We've obviously always got the podcast. It is distributed everywhere. We are going to be on TikTok. We are on TikTok, like I said. Check us out on Twitter, LinkedIn. We're everywhere. Make sure you tap into all those different areas where we produce content because there's some really great stuff out there. Thank you for listening and being part of our audience. Please rate and review and subscribe wherever you listen. It means the world to me personally and professionally as we continue to build and grow our audience. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate every single one of you.